Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of OK Ringo. I am your co-host, Harrison Garcia. And I am Edward Bell, and I'm happy to report that we have finally taken the podcast into the 21st century. Oh boy, Uh, what does that mean exactly, Ed? Well, I was waiting until we were on air to tell you, because I wanted to get your genuine reaction when I delivered this great news. I've invested our entire podcast earnings into the hottest stocks that are going to make us rich. Oh. Okay. And with our holdings in Radio Shack, we're about to head straight to the moon. I didn't even think that you could still buy stock in Radio Shack. And, okay, beyond that, um, what money are you using to do that? Uh, We don't make anything on this podcast, dude. Oh, that's where you are very, very wrong. See, I've been selling copies of the pods on the black market. Okay, well, none of that makes any sense at all, but uh, I'm having a good time, so I will let you continue. What the hell does that mean? Well, so you know the dark web, right? Well, there's a layer underneath called the antimatter web where you can buy and sell anything, and I mean anything. But like, not like drugs and guns like on the dark web. I mean, people will buy each other's podcasts for a crazy amount of money, and then I sold our identities. Wait, you did what? Yeah, I mean, I I just, I gave them our names, addresses, social security numbers, nothing hey, important. How the fuck did you get my social security number? Uh, don't, don't worry about it, man. It's fine. It's just the easiest $100 I've ever made. And then I turned around and I invested it immediately. Hang on a second. You sold our identities for 100 bucks each? Well, $100 total, 50 each. But uh, we got 100 bucks. And then, let me get this straight. You took the $100 that you made off of selling both of our identities... And then you turn that around and you put it into Radio Shack? Yeah, and I'm happy to report that we took that $100 and it is already up to $100.50 in just one month. Okay, well, I quit. Are you mad I didn't tell you about this first? You know, man, at this point, I think I'm more mad at myself than anything. Like, we've done this enough. So uh, I think I have to go find out how to uh, restore stolen identity. Thanks for that, buddy. Well... Okay, uh, now that he's gone, we can just turn this into a full-time financial investing podcast. So first up, we're going to talk about how Joanne's fabric stock is really hot right now and how I managed to get the last of the family video t-shirts. So uh, there's been a lot of talk, uh, I don't know, last like couple months, I want to say for sure, about um, these NFT things that are being sold like cryptocurrency. Have you seen anything about this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, that's how that, that new Kings of Leon album is going to come out, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. So the Kings of Leon, my favorite part of that, that story is that they wanted to be the first band to release an album as an NFT, which is basically like 
cryptocurrency, but instead of like currency, it's like can be anything, which I don't really understand. How I don't it understand works. even sort of. <laughs> I don't I, even <laughs> think they understand how it works. <laughs> I don't. I think that's like how this is all working. Is that no one really seems to understand what the hell any of this stuff is? But Kings of Leon announced like made a big deal about how they wanted to be the first band that was gonna release an album this way. And then as soon as the news broke, it was like gonna be released like the next day, and some other band snaked them which I just think is incredible. And they did it as a fuck you to the Kings of Leon, which is like, what did the Kings of Leon do to some like smaller band that probably opened for them to <laughs> make them want to be so petty? Like, we're going to be the first. Hey, somebody wanted to take a swing at the King, you know? <laughs> I, I don't doubt it, dude. I mean, it seems to me like the dude that wrote Sex on Fire maybe isn't like the coolest guy. I don't know. Nah, isn't that song about General Herpes? <laughs> Is that what it's actually about? I don't know. I never, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all, but that does kind of seem like that's what it would it be. Definitely, if you're talking about your sex being on fire, you should probably go see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're, they're, uh, yeah, their move is to release now. But the thing about it is that, like, I haven't heard the record because I'm not going to go get it. Not that I was going to listen to the new Kings of Leon record anyway, but... I just don't know, like, I don't know if it's a great strategy to release a record in a format that no one quite understands. No, I don't even know how you download NFT. How do you... Uh, yeah, and it's not like, like I, I suppose that, like, one could argue that, like, you know, when the internet first came out, people were doing all that kind of stuff. But, like, people generally understood how to download stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You'd have to, like, do research and stuff, and that just seems like a lot of work. Yeah, can I just do it in the Bitcoin app? And I said I don't know. the Bitcoin app. Yeah, so have you have you have you done any bitcoining and all? Have you bought any Bitcoin or anything like that? No. So I still don't fully understand how to, I know there's apps for it now, so it's a lot easier. I really don't know how people did it before apps. Yeah, people would just go buy it like somewhere, like from whoever like initially created it, I think is how it used to work. Because there's all kinds of stories of and I think we've talked about this a little before, but like there's all kinds of stories about it, like how people who bought Bitcoin like way back when it first came out, like 2004 or five or whatever, like lost a hard drive and like it's literally like $10 million worth Yeah, they like get their hard drive restored. Right. And now they have like Bitcoin and like ATMs, which I also don't understand. Yeah, I saw that as well. I think the point is that you can convert Bitcoin into actual money. And so like the ATM just does that. They're like, well, you have X amount of Bitcoin, so that's X amount of dollars. And that's how much you can take out. I think that's how it works. I guess I just don't understand what's happening when you say the word <laughs> convert. <laughs> what <laughs> What's happening on the inside of that ATM? Well, money is just like numbers on a screen anyway. And I think that's kind <laughs> of the point is like, like money is all just numbers in a computer somewhere. So like, why not just embrace that? That's my general understanding of how it works. Yeah, maybe they should release the Kings of Leon, the, I guess, I don't, album? Yeah, there we yeah. go. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> album via the Bitcoin ATMs. Yeah, that might be, like, better. I mean, if it was in the Coinbase app, I would get it, because I do have the Coinbase app. Um, I Years ago, I was <laughs> I was drunk at a brewery. I was drinking with a buddy of mine, uh, James, who's come up on this podcast before, and he convinced me to just put $20 into Bitcoin at the time. And this was, like, maybe four or five years ago. And that $20, like, when I checked it six months later, had gone down to, like, a dollar. Like, literally, that's all. Solid investment. Yeah. So I was like, screw it. I'm, like, done with this app. And so a couple weeks ago, we were hanging out. And this is, you know, sort of right as Bitcoin is really starting to, like, roar back. And he was like, check check the app. And I, don't, I didn't have it on my phone. I've gotten <laughs> a new phone since I had to re-download the app. I had to put my debit card in. And as soon as it asked me for a debit card, he's like, you got money in there, dude. 
And my initial $20 that had gone down to a dollar had gone back up to about 17 bucks. And so I put 50 more dollars into it, and it's <laughs> now up to 110 you know, <laughs> that seems like a really long way to turn $20 into $17. <laughs> yeah, man. Of course it is. But the point is, is that if you're, if you're doing that with millions of dollars, that's how people are making money. It's like in the fluctuation, it goes up 5%. And if you have a million dollars of that, that's how you're making money. Yeah. So when that whole GameStop thing happened, I tried really hard to read into what like day trading was. <laughs> and they're like, you must have a ma- minimum balance of twenty five thousand dollars. I was like, oh, yeah. Seriously? Think, yeah. For day trading. Whoa. Which is totally like, I mean, it obviously rigged in the favor of somebody else. That isn't me. Uh, but at yeah. that point, I stopped reading. I stopped. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I yeah. can't. Yeah, you can't. You can only do so many moves a day unless your minimum balance is twenty five grand. Oh wow. Okay. So I think I think for a lot of the guys that got into that GameStop thing, like they had at least twenty five grand, and yeah. a lot of them had like they put their whole life savings in. And some of those people it worked out, and some of those people it really didn't. Apparently. Yeah, absolutely. But that Reddit thread, I don't know. Most of it was nice stories. People being like, "Oh, I can finally afford my house or whatever, <laughs> paying off my student loans." Yeah, it's really. <laughs> sad that like, all of the most heartwarming stories that have come out recently is just shit like that right just everyday stuff yeah, like hey i can uh, i can afford basic like life necessities now yeah it's like pretty ridiculous so what like all right what would have to happen for you to want to buy these nft things uh well one i would have to understand what it is <laughs> oh, it works. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would that, that would, would be, be the helpful. first one because yeah. Uh, just like Bitcoin, I feel like, especially in the original days of Bitcoin, if I had tried to buy it from some guy who made it or whatever, right. it would not have been the guy that made it. No, definitely. So I would be afraid if I wanted the Kings of Leon album that I would not buy the right NFT. Oh, you'd be getting some bootleg Kings of Leon Absolutely. record, like some other <laughs> asshole that put. Because you remember when that used to happen with uh, like Napster and stuff, yes. where people would like upload like fake tracks or like tracks under a different name or, or whatever. Or they'd like rename porn and stuff <laughs> to fuck with you, <laughs> just because yeah. they're people are assholes. <laughs> yeah, dude, of course, and it's basically people on the internet, like the uh, the whole anonymous thing. You know, like I <laughs> I think that's like the other like I think thing with Bitcoin is that like it's anonymous. Like you can buy stuff on the internet like with it without identifying yourself or whatever which i don't again i don't really understand how it works yeah you say that as the guy that entered his debit card into well but i entered my thing into an app that buys the bitcoin it's not like i gave it directly to somebody for sure yeah i mean i i suppose coinbase is i hope coinbase is a real thing i guess we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) if i I look at my phone tomorrow and like you know the little bit of money i have has been cleared out then we'll know that it's bullshit yeah, absolutely. And it'll just be one charge, and it just says to Coinbase <laughs> <laughs> for your entire balance. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my whole stimulus check that just dropped just goes right to that. Yeah, dude. Are you gonna invest the stimmy? You gonna <laughs> put the <laughs> no, dude. It's you gotta put the whole. It was free money. Put it all in. I paid off. <laughs> Double down, baby. I paid off my car insurance. I bought some new tires, and it's basically already gone. Dude, that's so sad. I also did my car insurance. Yeah, dude. We, yeah, everyone did, man. <laughs> Anyone whose car insurance is due on April fifteenth, that's what their stimulus is going to. Yeah, that's insane. That's so funny. It, it's no, it's not that funny. <laughs> it's, it's not fucking funny. sad, dude. Yeah. It's fucking pathetic. Yeah, that's that is really sad. Yeah, I thought you said you were gonna get a bed with. Yours. No bed? Um, no, I already got the bed. The oh, bed you got rules. the bed. That's oh. awesome. Well, yeah, the Bitcoin yeah, no, I, worked out. Yeah, okay. I bought that cash. Yeah. Um, no, I, I had the money. Well, I mean, whatever. I bought it. Yeah, no, the bed's great. I like the bed a lot. Um, and my shoulder doesn't hurt nearly as much. So that's good. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. The whole thing is like silly. Like, I think like we're going to know for sure that it's gone too far when people start to put comedy specials out as NFTs. That's coming. 
Well, I think that's what Quibi was, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains it. That explains it. I don't understand the Kings of Leon thing because what's the point of making your thing harder to defined i mean i guess right, like you've just described quibi yeah absolutely <laughs> or any any of those <laughs> weird apps i like that that's become like our favorite thing to dunk on because it was such an ill-conceived concept because it lived and died in this whole hell of a year you know <laughs> yeah well th- yeah, i think that was a big part of it but do you think that it would have been successful even if the pandemic hadn't happened absolutely not yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> it's been our yeah our, our saving grace this yeah, whole our punching thing. bag yeah maybe maybe that's what it all maybe it's all connected man <laughs> Maybe Quibi. So, all right. Sorry. Right, hear me out here. So, Quibi and NFTs and, of course, QAnon, because it's weird that they called it Quibi. That's, that seems like a weird coincidence, right? Yeah. But there's a Q in it. You know, Seeing like, as there's only like three other Q words in existence. Yeah, right. There's not that many, right? It's not a very common letter to be <laughs> I using. I only can think of one, queen. Yeah. yeah. Queen, I'm question, out. that's it. We're well, done. All right, done. I can't even <laughs> think of another one. Um, yeah, so that's it. So maybe it's all related, dude. Maybe maybe Q is actually the guy that made Bitcoin. Oh, man. Yeah, that does make what's what's that family the Rothschild oh that's their their shitty <laughs> young, <laughs> oh young whatever heir to the throne is Q oh my god Q <laughs> is like the outcast Rothschild cousin <laughs> like the kid that like was always weird growing up and no one ever wanted to talk to him he was like the cousin that nobody acknowledged and that's Q and he started Bitcoin and now that Bitcoin's made too much money he started NFTs. And maybe the Kings of Leon are somehow involved with that. Absolutely. It's like a, a different subgroup of the Illuminati or whatever. <laughs> the, the <laughs> shitty Illuminati. Yeah. Like, Kings of Leon wanted to be in the main Illuminati, but they were like, nah, we got Jay-Z, we got Beyonce, we don't need Kings of Leon. Yeah, yeah. The, and, and Q's the, like, I'll take it. Yeah, Q's <laughs> like, what's up, guys? Let's hang. Yeah, the Reject Illuminati. <laughs> Holy, Which is actually, I think I'm going to start a band called the Reject Illuminati. Absolutely. Yeah, are you only going to cover Kings of Leon songs? We're only going to cover the NFT Kings of Leon songs because those are the only ones that we have the rights to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think everyone has the rights to them, right? Because there's no rights in the NFT Or no world. one has the rights? I don't, I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, no, that's pretty great. Uh, that is a great theory. I think we did it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you think there's going to be a NFT uh, app like the, like uh, is that what titles going to become? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Dude, it's crazy that there are still people out here who are listening to titles. Like, like I know people who are like, oh, yeah, I was listening to that title. Are you serious? Well, it's because the artist gets a penny a play, which is a lot more than Spotify. Right. But I don't – I'm going to use Spotify. It has everything. Are you yeah, kidding me? Dude, yeah. I mean, it's Spotify really is kind of the Amazon of music at this point. Oh, it's 100% the Amazon <laughs> of music. <laughs> like, you know, you know that what you're doing is, like, not necessarily ethical and that, like, the wrong people are profiting off it, but – it is so goddamn convenient. It never goes down. Never it's goes, super never reliable. Goes, of course, now we've said that out loud. Yeah. Well, and also, this podcast is brought to you by Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do that right now. <laughs> I got it. All right. This, uh, this podcast is brought to you by the exploitation of the uh, worker, uh, and which is to say Amazon, Spotify, basically most companies if you use them they're probably not good yes this podcast was brought fully in part by spotify and we use them because they're the only app that is developed entirely by child workers (laughs) (laughs) every time you stream a song on spotify a guatemalan 12 year old has to physically plug a cable in for you to do so every single time (laughs) 
And uh, every time you listen to our podcast, uh, another Guatemalan 12-year-old gets a new job. So. Yeah. 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 You're actually supporting Guatemalan 12-year-olds by listening to this podcast. So uh, the, once again, this podcast brought to you by Spotify. <laughs> Man, when people finally start listening to this, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. If, if, if we're going to get canceled for that last bit, fine. So be it. I think there's a hundred more bits before that. that I think, I mean, let's be honest, man. At this point, anyone that has a podcast is basically opening themselves up to being canceled. No, I think actually that's kind of the point of the podcast at this point. Everyone says the most outlandish stuff on their podcast because everyone knows you're joking. What else are we supposed to do? Right. <laughs> I mean, like, it's... We, we're already verging on TED Talk sometimes as it is. And I will admit that I am one of the worst people of just rambling without being funny sometimes. Um, like most of the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like what, what else are we supposed to do? I mean, we're not trying to, you know, be offensive. I didn't actually mean it. I don't personally know any Guatemalan 12-year-olds. It was the first thing that came to my mind. It's called improv, baby. That is true. But it's just, yeah, when people do stand up, they they always take it like as your word or whatever. But for some reason, podcasts, like they know you're just being a silly goose. Yeah, until you get hired on Saturday Night Live and then you don't anymore. Absolutely. That, <laughs> that was the one time that happened. But I mean, Patreon podcasts, those are even more insane. Well, Patreon podcasts, let's be honest. What is the difference between Patreon and OnlyFans? Nothing. <laughs> I, I don't think any. I Maybe the amount of buttholes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. There's slightly less buttholes openly on Patreon, but it's a different form of butthole. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like if you're going to pay premium, of course you're paying premium for the, you know, uncensored shit, and that's going to be... Probably some offensive stuff. That's true. Do you think there's a market for adult podcasts? <laughs> yeah, probably. You think those already exist? Or are we going to debut those? <laughs> oh man, yeah, those pro those have to exist. I'm certain those. It's exist. just the story part out of like 70s <laughs> <laughs> pornos. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's just what it is now is it's just like like people in character as stepbrother and stepsister just hanging out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's all it it's is. the in-between stuff. People yeah. want to know what happens in between the yeah, sex right. scenes. Yeah, right, like, cuz yeah, cuz if if we're actually to believe that they are living in a house together as stepbrothers and stepsister, they got to go to family functions together. They got to have dinner. Like they got to hang out with their parents. Yeah, right? what are you getting each other for your birthdays? Yeah, what's right. <laughs> <laughs> What's Christmas morning like after she just got stuck in that dryer? You know? <laughs> It's a whole <laughs> podcast. Just all the in between, all the all the parts of the porn that no one wanted. It's basically the hot dog of podcasts. It's just them complaining about like their dad for real, though. <laughs> yeah, like, like he's just kind of being a dick today, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he said he wasn't going to pay for my college next year. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it gets like super real. Do you? Li I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't. Listen. You don't watch step porn. <laughs> I don't watch, I'll fill you in. I don't watch step brother or step sister porn. That is not my favorite porn for sure. But also, like, do you, I don't really like. I haven't listened to any Patreon exclusive stuff for any of the podcasts I like. I mean, have you gotten into that stuff? Um, really, the only one I subscribe to is Chubby Behemoth. Oh, nice. Which I mean, they're silly, silly boys in the regular oh, yeah. podcast. So. Yeah, they're great, man. I mean the go the buy Patreon, Sam Town's book. It rules. Yeah, it does rule. The Patreon isn't that much crazier, to be honest, because they're always pretty <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was just <laughs> they're normal <laughs> podcasts. The two of them just in character, going for it. Yeah, but right. a lot of people, yeah, do have 
Patreon available. Right. So they're releasing literally double the amount of episodes. Right, which is which sort of def- definitely seems crazy for sure. It uh, just you must be podcasting all the time. Well, I think for a lot of like pro comics that haven't been able to tour for the last year, what the hell else do you want them to do? That's true. I I think that what did cause the uptick of all the Patreon podcasts. Yeah, or I know like, I've heard a lot of like you know podcasts that I like. Or at least have just listened to somewhat casually, like talk about, oh yeah, we started this other one in quarantine. And let's be honest, we started this one. Basically oh yeah, this is a quarantine of, project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, absolutely, man. I mean, totally. Um, so I think there's a lot of other people who like maybe already had a podcast that they were only putting out weekly when they weren't on the road or whatever, and now they're like, well, what else are we gonna do? You know, I will say, I think it just came out today or yesterday. I just watched it earlier today. Have you seen the new Nate Bargatze special? I have not seen it yet. I did see he was just on Rogan though. Oh yeah, I. Yeah, I'm sure that's great, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's enlightening. Dude, I will you're say, ruining our chances of getting on Rogan. Yeah, that's fine. If he hears this, he can come beat me up. I don't think um, Rogan listens to podcasts, no, which I, is funny. I don't blame him. Um, <laughs> I don't blame him at all. Yeah, no, it's fine, dude. If he ever wants to hear about it, I'll go on his podcast and talk about my steel mace that I bought from him. Absolutely, uh, but you liked the Bargassi special? Love the Bargassi special. I thought it was great. Um, but what I thought was interesting about it is it's filmed outdoors at Universal Studios. Like, it's literally like an outdoor, like, mini arena thing that's clearly just there to do whatever show they usually do there. And the whole crowd has got masks on and the tables are distance. And what's so funny about it is that, like, helicopters and planes fly over, like, <laughs> multiple times. And he just rolls with that. That's it cool. hilarious. That's awesome. And he also spends the first probably ten minutes, like, doing, like, covid material some of which is actually pretty funny and he, and he talks about how he's been traveling a lot this year doing drive-in shows right he's doing it definitely the safest way like he's far far away from people yeah totally. you have to be a mega star to tour safely right now oh absolutely man well and there are people who have been doing it there's a lot of comics that have been doing drive-in shows and generally it seems like they're having a good time with it you know the the one that you and I get to do down in Colorado Springs was fucking awesome. Dude, last it was year. so good. I was shocked at how it fun was it was. It was amazing. People yeah. are just, yeah, we're down. The even like I don't know, people shit on like the the flash and the lights and stuff. It, it's rules. cool. It's rules. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, dude. I mean, just if nothing else, we were I, the couple times I went down there and did it. Every group, we we talked about how many light flashes and horn honks constitute an applause break. Like, we were debating it. Like yeah, is it, absolutely. Is it five? Is five enough? Or does it have to be more than that to count as an applause break? Yeah, that's so funny. Well, I mean, how many people are in the car? Yeah, right, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, right. only one person has a horn. That's true. Yeah, right. If you, In theory, <laughs> in theory, the guy sitting in the, pass, in, the, in the driver's seat could love it, and everyone else in the car could hate it. That is true. Right, <laughs> that's that's a I, funny idea. Yeah, part of <laughs> it's doing four comedy. people in a car just pissed off while one guy's like, "This is the best thing I've ever done." Yeah, dude. Well, statistically, that's probably going to be the deal, no matter <laughs> what. I mean, because like I think I, it's part of doing stand up. Let's be honest, is kidding yourself into thinking you're doing great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We'd never get on stage otherwise. Oh, definitely. You would never. If the the, f- the first time you ever bombed would be the last time you ever went up. Yeah, totally. Man. So the first time you went up would be the last time <laughs> you went up. Yeah, totally. Um, but no, I did like the special. He's got some good stories in there, and uh, yeah, some some funny bits. I just thought it was interesting that the first couple minutes is literally just COVID material, which like I feel like is hard for us to do because everyone's always all you know heard everything at this point. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's. A brilliant wordsmith he's so. so good man he's so yeah he's just such a good writer it's awesome that's interesting did he comment on the 
the airplanes and the helicopters? Or oh he, yeah. Okay. No, because he like he has to, like, because because you can hear it, like you can hear it in the playback of like the special. So at, like the first one or two, he kind of had to, and then he just starts kind of playing with it a little. We're like like basically right before he kind of goes into his closure, he's like, "Hang on, wait." He goes. What you guys don't know is I can see him in the distance, like before. <laughs> you guys, yeah, it's so. He's like, so I'm gonna let this last one go by so I can finish this. Yeah, yeah, it's That's great. Amazing. Yeah, it's really funny. But yeah, it, it, in a weird way, it felt like the first thing I've seen that is so of this time. Like, there's been other ones, like Brian Regan in a special, where clearly everyone in the audience is in a mask, but he doesn't address it at all. Right. Like it could have been shot whenever. Um, this is the first one I've seen where like it really like he is just leaning into like well this is what this is like this is what we're doing. Did you watch Colin Quinn's driving special? I, no, thing? yeah, I didn't. Was it? It was it good? Yeah, because it was everybody it. doing short sets. That's right. I can't remember if we talked about it on this, but yeah, it was everybody doing short sets. So it was fun. That's it was cool. a lot of really great comics doing like seven minutes or whatever. That seems sort of perfect, especially if you know you haven't been doing that many shows. They all did new material too, and they did nice. like the behind the scenes stuff in between the sets to fill up the whole hour or hour and a half. Colin Quinn then closes out and just murders. Yeah, that's just awesome. So man. funny. Yeah, that's great, dude. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um, that sounds cool. But yeah, this is the this is the first one that I've seen. It, you know, just has a solo hour, and you know, like most of it, that's not what he's talking about. But right. To just open and just be like, this is this is it. Like this is what we're doing, and then do jokes about it it's pretty great it'll be interesting to see if it ruins the rewatch value or if it doesn't matter because stand-up has such a little rewatch value anyway yeah i i think that uh, if you it, unless it's something like absolutely solid gold like there's certain specials i will watch many many times yeah but they're few and far between yeah most of the ones you watch it and i don't need to see it again no and in comedy ages like milk it's terrible. terrible yeah i actually on that note you know so as you know, I'm I'm definitely ramping back up to do live shows, and you know, I'm trying to figure out what newer stuff from Zoom shows <laughs> I've done in the last year I want to get together. But I've been going back on Spotify and listening to entire discographies of comics I like, and it's interesting how like like famous like comics we really like as early as five years ago on their specials were like. Saying the word retard like it was no big deal. Oh, yeah. It's interesting yeah. how that has changed so quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's so many little people jokes. Dude, Everybody yeah. did it. Everybody. Everyone, man. Yeah. And, like, you would think at the time, like, they would have noticed it was, a, you know, at least hacky or whatever. Right. But, yeah, they just had they just did not give a fuck. Yeah, so I think it's, like, society ages in a weird way. You know, like, like it's crazy how many, like you know, historical figures now, people are going back and being like, well, they're canceled because X, Y, or Z. And it's like, well, yeah, at the time, that wasn't that big of a deal. And of course, it's terrible now, but you should take it in some sort of context. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty messed up if you looked back on everybody and you're like, I, honestly, they did great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think There you're should right. always be forward <laughs> momentum. You're right about that. Yeah, it's a good sign that we can look back and, you know, even, you know, 10, 15 years ago, be like, oh, that's... Could never get away with that now. Yeah, I think about that a lot when people are like fighting with their grandparents on Facebook, and it's like, what if you and your grandma thought everything like exactly the same way? Wouldn't it be so sad that no progress happened? Yeah, totally right. No, no grandma is that hip, and kids should hopefully not be that you know stuck in their ways of how things are. That is, I also think that people need to stop fighting with their grandparents on Facebook. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's weird. Take yeah. it to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, we're just I just do what most families do. Argue in person terribly and then don't talk about it in public. Absolutely. Then eat turkey awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. That's what Thanksgiving is for. It should not be happening on Facebook. No, quite honestly, I think that it should be a law that anyone above the age of 35 should not be allowed on TikTok and anyone above the age of 70 should just not be allowed on Facebook. Yeah. Do you think we're ever going to get rid of Facebook? Think I think it's going to go are, the way dude. of MySpace. I think it's going to go the way of boxing, <laughs> uh, which is that it's going to be like Around. there's going to be a handful of people who 10, 20 years from now are still kind of going to be into it, but it's going to be a weird fringe thing. Right. Still a major contender, but yeah. you know, way down there. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Right. And who the fuck knows what it's going to be replaced by? Because I don't think it's going to be TikTok. I think it's going to be something else. It's interesting that TikTok is the exact opposite of Facebook in every way. How so? Well, Facebook, it lets you go on, like, these long, like, rants about how you hate everything. And TikTok is just like, nope, you get 60 seconds to be silly. Like, I don't think people are talking in their trucks on TikTok. Maybe they are. I don't know. But Are you on TikTok? No. I don't have a TikTok. I don't. Because I'm I'm 31 years old, and that feels creepy. Right. I'm 29, so I'm right on that that cusp. uh, You could could still get one, although that that beard and hair combo, you're going to get canceled off TikTok (laughs) real quick if you get on there. My sister and my girlfriend will like send me tiktoks yes, yes. via instagram which is another like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> hey man we're they're, we're mixing platforms we're mixing platforms so i've i've seen tiktoks there are some funny ones but every time they send me one i'll reply like oh you can tell it's a bit because at this point he does this or whatever and then they'll be like why do you ruin everything (laughs) like i watched a really funny one where a guy ate very like spicy like ghost pepper donuts from dunkin donuts and it was hilarious he was like really reacting to it having a tough time i'm sorry whoa 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 whoa. i I, I, there are ghost pepper donuts at dunkin is some promotion i don't know (laughs) that sounds terrible it sounded awful but he never let him touch his lips i'm like they're burning the whole time he knows they're burning he's swallowing them and then once i pointed it out my girlfriend was like, you just ruined TikTok. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but come on. It's not a magic trick. It's pretty obvious yeah. what's happening. And then he really was struggling because he ate a d- dozen ghost pepper donuts, which you shouldn't even eat one of those. Why? 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 I don't know. It was pretty funny, though. Honestly, it was funny. Well, but we're, t- we're talking about it now, so he wins, I suppose. I also don't understand TikTok. Isn't it just Vine? What's the it's difference? Fine. No, yeah, that's it. But Vine failed miserably. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, like everything on this <laughs> podcast, man, it just comes down to the corporate ownership, dude. It's just Vine was owned by one corporate owner that didn't make it work, and then the other one is some, some guy in China that made TikTok, and that's how we're here. Right, but didn't Oracle buy like a huge share or something so that it could stay in? I, I heard in that the Microsoft was going to buy it, and then yeah, maybe Oracle bought it. Yeah, you're right about that. Some some other giant conglomerate bought it up. So like everything. Uh, they're probably going to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> it's only it's only a matter of time. Because, I mean, I remember there were people on Vine who, like, killed it on Vine. Like, did very well on Vine. Right. I mean, that's basically how Brooks Whelan got on SNL was Vine. Yeah. And, like, uh, was it Bo Burnham and a lot of those yep, guys were, like, very popular absolutely. on Vine first. And Vine was fun. It was cool. And then it just went away. I liked that it was short. Yes, it you was know, super short. We we appreciate the short here at OK Ringo. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but then people figured out how to like import videos into Vine, so they were doing like Hollywood-style special effects, and then oh, it yeah. kind of ruined it. Yeah, I think that's probably what killed it. And that's probably what's going to kill it on TikTok, too. Because I've already seen really produced videos on TikTok where I'm like, Jesus, this looks expensive. 
So you are on TikTok. <laughs> no, Whitney sends them to me, man. That's how I get them. It's exactly the same as you described them. I get them over Facebook Messenger, and I get them in Instagram Messenger, and I watch them, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, and then I go about my day. Yeah. What's weird is, like, my sister will watch it for, like, an hour, and then she'll be like, oh, I hated, like, half of those. And yeah. I'm like, then why are you watching them? Well, I mean, but how much? We've, we've all done that. It's, I think it's just replaced television. Like, people used to just zone out in front of the TV. Now they just zone out in front of their phone. That's fair. I do YouTube still. I like the long form. And by long form, I mean, like, five-minute videos or whatever. That is the oldest thing you've ever <laughs> said. Man. YouTube is still very popular. Ah, yeah, dude, YouTube's great. It serves its purpose. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You heard it here first, everyone. Uh, Ed Bell, old man, loves YouTube. All right, everyone. Um, I forgot to move the ending of the file, so we're going to have to do the intro quick here before the <laughs> session cuts off, guys. We've made it to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We will most likely have live shows coming up soon, so go to okringocomedy.com for all of our upcoming dates and other information. Yes, and follow us on social media. I'm at Not Made for TV. And I am at Harrison Graham Sia across platform. Thanks again for hanging with us, everyone. We will see you next time. <laughs>